Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Romans chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. What shall we say then that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man, unto whom God imputed righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. Cometh his blessedness then upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also? For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then are reckoned when he was in circumcision or uncircumcision. Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of righteousness of the faith, which he had yet being uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had being yet uncircumcised. Father promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if, if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace, to the end of the promise might be sure to all seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that which also is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered his not, not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed unto him for righteousness. 
Now it was not written for his sake only or alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. In this passage of scripture, we are admonished by the Lord through the writing of the Apostle Paul that what we do is by faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We do the things that God has charged us to do according to his word. And we believe those things that are not as though they are, that God will manifest them because this is what faith is, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Abraham, he just believed in what the Lord said. And because he was righteous according to his, the instruction from the Lord, God considered that and made him the father of righteousness on the natural side of life, even unto now. But we know that it is by faith that we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And this is when we complete the whole work, that when we walk by faith and not by sight and be a walking obedient to the word of God, when we see those things that are not and we believe them as though they are, God's going to manifest them in our lives as he worked with Abraham. He's also working today with us. I hope I shall possess firmness and virtue enough to maintain what I consider the most enviable of all titles, the character of an honest man, George Washington. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, again this morning we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness, for your mercy, for your love. God, for the compassion that you've demonstrated in our life, that you afforded us the opportunity to witness the dawning of this new day. And that with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah to you, God giving you the highest praise because we realize again this morning that you're God and you're God alone. It is you that have made us and not we ourselves. So we're going to continue to look to the hill from whence cometh our help. We know our help come from you. God, and we are beseeching you, God, again this morning to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought that again today, God, that we're going to be able to demonstrate your personality that when people look at us according to our character, and that's how we do what we do, how we demonstrate your word, how we speak, God, your word by the inspiration of your spirit, that is going to impact the lives of others and preferably and hopefully. When they hear our testimony, God, they will give heed to our counsel and they will begin to cry out to you in sincerity and in truth that you will save them too from this underworld generation. Again, this morning, Holy Father, we realize that the enemy is on the prowl. We know that he's seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But we also know, and we thank you, we give you praise, that you taught us, and it's in your word for every believer, 
that you will never leave us nor forsake us. You are with us and now that you are in us because your word promised, God, hallelujah, that the day would come that you would walk in us and talk in us. And you put your son Jesus in the earth to demonstrate that. You walked in him and you spoke in him. And he said that what he was doing, we would do after that. The comforter has come, which is the Holy Ghost, the indwelling of your spirit. So we now, God, hallelujah, we are sons of God in the earth because we believed what you gave to your son Jesus and he taught and he prayed that we would receive, God, what he taught to them that heard him and even down unto this generation, that people will believe, God, what you've given us to teach and that's why your word has not changed. What you said to one generation, you said to every generation, that you're God, you're God alone beside you, there is no God. Your word is forever settled, hallelujah. God, and we are not going to give heed to vain philosophy. We're not going to give heed, God, to these new fads and trends, but we're going to hold fast to your word, God, that we can be who you would have us to be because we come to understand that when we walk according to your instruction, God, and even when we don't see it, we, like Abraham, we're going to believe it's going to happen for us, and we move forward to do it, and when we get to where we need it to be manifest, you're going to bring it to fruition in our lives, causing other people to see that you can't plot and plan and strategize about this because it takes faith to make it happen. And when they do, God, I pray this morning, and I know God is there for us to help people to see it this way, that when they hear your word, when they read your word and they hear what you have done, and they, hallelujah, how you look beyond the fault and the flaws, how you took the apostle Paul, God, who was a, a mean man that tried to stop Christianity. God, he locked up people, had people killed and beaten. God, to try to stop Christianity. And you turn him around and history teaches us that, Paul, there was no greater evangelist of Christianity than was the apostle Paul. Somewhere, God, we understand, hallelujah, that he was a short man, but he stood head and shoulders above the tall people. And that was because of his faith in you and in your word, because you said that you would never leave us. So when we're having adversity, when we're having hardship, we're going to trust you. We're going to hold on, God, hallelujah, because we know, God, that you're, going to, you're right there and you're going to manifest your presence. So we thank you this morning. Holy Father, that we realize, God, that when our faith reach out and touch you, you're going to perform your promise. God, and we're not waiting, God, for you to come by and stop by. God, but we're waiting, God, for the indwelling of your spirit. That when you come and take a bold, God, in our bodies, Lord God, hallelujah, you don't come to leave. God, and so we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. So we thank you, God, for every preacher, God, that you put on this out teaching and preaching the gospel. God, particularly those that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Some, God, we know this morning, God, that they're just trusting in the letter because that's all they have. God, but we know that there are those that many that have the spirit and don't really have the letter as they should. But what we know this morning is, God, that when all of us can humble ourselves before you, you will take them with the letter. And when they seek you in sincerity and in truth, you will baptize them with the Holy Ghost. God, hallelujah, now that they have 
the indwelling of your spirit that have a greater knowledge to work with. God, to help other people come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. And for those of us, hallelujah, that have the spirit and didn't have the letter, now we become empowered with the letter. God, that you will be able to take the, the anointing that was already there and you can strengthen us, God, that we can be even greater than we were before because of the indwelling of your spirit. We will be able to teach, to preach, and to demonstrate, God, the knowledge of the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we thank you this morning, God, for your love, your mercy, your kindness. Thank you for choosing us, Lord. Thank you for baptizing us with your spirit. Thank you for allowing us to help others to come out of darkness into this light. Thank you for allowing us, God, to share our testimonies with our sisters and our brothers and people. God, that don't know and don't know that they don't know and they didn't know that they didn't know and now that they have the baptism of the Holy Ghost because they see, God, that the word had come to fruition in our life that when we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we become new creatures and the old man has passed away. The old man is now dead. So we walk in a newness of life. So we thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. Again, God, hallelujah, just Forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought, God, that your word can be used. You can use us to demonstrate your word. God, hallelujah, to help our sisters and our brothers everywhere to don't let their faith waver in you because, God, you are with us all the time, but you do what you do with us and for us and through us at your discretion because your focus, God, is you're using us to help those that are in darkness to realize that there is a way out of that darkness, God, hallelujah. So sometimes, God, because as Solomon said, we don't belong to ourselves, God, but we've been bought with a price. God, you use us in ways, God, that to the natural man, it might not make good sense until after the words, after the fact. But we know our trust is in you. And wherever you lead us, we will follow. God, and we're going to follow, hallelujah, because we, we know that you're right there with us, even when you allow, God, some affliction to overtake us, some sickness, some disease, whatever it might be. God, we know that you're still with us, and you're with us to heal us. You're with us to deliver us, God. You're with us to help us, hallelujah. And we know, God, that if we don't waver in our faith and we keep praying and trusting you, God, and even in our prayers, we ask for forgiveness anywhere and everywhere we may have failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. God, and sometimes it's not that we violated, but it's because you're using us to help those to come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. As with Abraham, God, hallelujah, he was an idolater, but when you decided to turn him around, God, you got a hold to his mind and he became the father of faith, even without the Holy Ghost. God, so we have no excuse today, So, but please help us. God, as it preaches and teaches of the gospel, that we preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but we teach, preach, and demonstrate this gospel of Jesus Christ with pride, with purpose, with diligence. God, to help those that are in darkness to realize that there is light at the end of the tunnel. God, hallelujah, that when they come out of that dark place, God, you will let them see the light, hallelujah, when they reach out, you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost, God, that they're going to be able to testify that I had lost myself for following after my own vain imaginations. I was letting my feelings and my emotions control my decision-making, and I just got lost. I began to just spend my time listening to people that didn't know and didn't know that they didn't know, and I got lost, and I fell away 
from the truth and the faith that I know is, hallelujah, but God, but when they come to that understanding, when they come to that clarity, God, and cry out to you, Lord, please forgive me. Anywhere and everywhere that I failed you in word and deed or in thought, restore me, God, refresh me, reaffirm me, get me back on the right path in life that I can help those that are still out there trying to manipulate people, God, to understand the truth and understand why we walked away from them again. <coughs> never to walk back into that darkness again. We will share with them. And when they hear the truth, they will begin to seek you in sincerity and in truth. And you will save them too from this underworld generation with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you. We praise you. And we honor you, Lord. We ask you, God, again to restore God's self-sufficiency and financial independence like only you can because the economy is in a mess. The world is just messed up. And it's all because of irreverence and disrespect for you. And God and people disrespect you because of how they manipulate and take advantage and treat each other. And we know, God, that you have drawn a line. You've come to the conclusion that it's gone on long enough. And now, God, this is why the pestilence is in the land everywhere. This is why, God, hallelujah, the things that are going on, your wrath, your fury, your indignation, your anger, is loose everywhere. God, in almost every facet of life, and it's all because you're giving people a chance to turn things around in their life, to stop treating people. God, hallelujah, and I'm talking about employers, how they treat employees, God. They can pay them a greater wage and still make lots of money. They can provide them with better benefits and still make lots of profits, but they're just hoarding it all to themselves. They're greedy. God, hallelujah, they've fallen into that trend, that spirit of loving money that they're manipulating your people. And so we know that you're going to go to work on them. And sometimes it impacts our lives in the loss of employment. But we know who we belong to. We know that who our trust is. And we know that you said that you would never leave us nor forsake us. So we know that you're going to see us through that valley. We know that you're going to get us through that that darkness and bring us out into a marvelous light, bring us out into a good place and a safe place, reestablishing God, hallelujah, our financial independence and self-sufficiency. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We know again this morning, Holy Father, that you're going to turn every home where there is sincere, dedicated prayer and the reading of your word together as a family. God, you're going to manifest your presence and drive out the negative spirits in that home and cause people, hallelujah, to stop being at home drinking and smoking and cursing and swearing and fighting, God, but they're going to get together when they realize, God, that the more serious they get with you, the more you'll manifest the promises that are waiting for them when they rise to be in that place that they can receive the promise. So we thank you for that, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that they'll get to the church house and worship you in the beauty of holiness until you baptize them with the Holy Ghost, as you've done so many others. God, you're anxious to continue to do that with as many as will humble themselves and repent of their sin and come to you in sincerity and in truth. We ask you, God, again today to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. God, and as we say every day, I say again today, Many of them really don't know what to do because the loved one that they lost was the sole supporter of the family. 
God. And so they allowed themselves to be dependents in totality. So we're praying and we're asking you, Lord God, to help people, God, when they pray, when they seek you, God, that they should put their faith and their trust and their confidence in you. And when they put their trust, their faith and their confidence in you, the person that's leading them and their provider who's putting their faith and their trust in you, God, you will see it, God, and then you'll just move by your spirit and just let it create it, God, and put it in the lives of those that are coming along and they will get themselves up and you will comfort them and you will console them and you will strengthen them and you will refresh them. God, that they will be able to move along and be who you would have them to be looking to the hill from whence cometh their help. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you again this morning. And again, God, we thank you, Lord God, and we're asking you again, God, to visit the White House in in, in Washington, D.C., God, and stir the hearts of those people that are so divided up there, they're so partisan, God, hallelujah, that they just won't agree with each other about anything, God, and that's all the devil wants done, and where he finds that kind of division, he's just frolicking, and he's just having fun, but people are suffering because of them up there playing like little boys and girls with people's lives and their livelihoods, God. So I pray that you stir in their lives, stir in their livelihoods, God. Turn things around in their lives so they will understand what it's like with them to get there and just play with people's lives and their livelihoods. God, you'll turn things around and they will begin to seek you in sincerity and in truth that many of them, that they don't really know you in the parting of their sin. They just talk about you, God, because many of the churches that they have attended, God, all they do is talk about you. They don't get to know you in the parting of their sin by the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the indwelling of the Christ of God. But we pray for them that you'll continue to move and turn things around. Visit these hospitals, God, where sincere prayer is going on and just work miracles in the hospital beds. Let let it get in the news that people are just being healed and, and people don't understand how they're just being healed and things that they're just getting out of the sick beds. Astound the medical profession, Lord. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, God, because it's about a light thing for you because you're God, hallelujah, and you're the God of all flesh and nothing is too hard for you. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. God, we are asking you, hallelujah, for as many as seek you in sincerity and in truth. God, we ask for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, that they, when the day that the Lord Jesus shall descend in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when he shout, the Bible declares that the dead in Christ shall rise first, then those that are alive and remain on the earth shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. So this, since this is our hope, Again, God, just let these pastors preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise. But God, just preach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help more people come to understand the intended purpose of the gospel so that we can be caught up and meet the Lord and come home to be with you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. God, we ask you, God, to continue to maintain our cause. We continue to lead us and guide us ask you to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your namesake. Continue, God, to supply us, God, according to your riches and glory with whatever it is that we need to be and are to do the command or the charge that you put in our lives. 
In the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. And we believe the things that we ask you again today, that you're going to manifest them in our lives. Help us to understand, Lord God, and help the pastors to preach it and to teach it. God, hallelujah, to help people to understand that the promises that you made are still good. They're still there. They're waiting for us. God, but what we want the people to understand is you're not to come down from your promise, but we need to come up to God to get commensurate with your promise, to get where you will take pleasure in God supplying us with the promise. So it's our, it's our need. We need to rise up to be faithful, to be loyal, to accept God, your promise, and to live by your word. Then you're going to manifest the promises in our life. It's not just because we can quote scripture. It's not just because we say something, but it's because we believe it and we trust it. And when you determine that, you're going to manifest these things in our life. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray and I do believe it so. And I know that as many as believe the gospel for what it is, their faith and their trust is likewise. In Jesus' name I pray and I do believe it so. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and there is nothing that can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you must keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. And this is what walking by faith really means. So when you do that, God's going to recognize it because he sees it. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.